Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. If you find yourself needing a lawyer for a DUI, if you need a criminal defense lawyer, if you need a personal injury lawyer, Marcos Garza and his team can handle all three. Garzalaw.com, 865-540-8300. Before you say guilty, say Garza. But also, personal injury. Let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his haircut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Wednesday, March 11th. It's about 6 o'clock p.m. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Not much, John. How you doing? Uh, my throat's a little sore, so I'm a little freaked out right now. <clears throat> yeah. Throat's a little sore, so maybe I have the corona. Hopefully not. But, I mean, you might, I guess. It's it's coming. It's about to get ugly. Are you buying into the hype? Yeah, I think it's going to get awful here. I think it's going to get ugly. I think it's going to get really bad. I'm not concerned about how many people total get it. I'm concerned about how many, like, hospital beds there are in America, how many ICU beds there are in America, and I don't know that there's going to be enough. That's what I'm terrified of. It's just... It's not even old people dying from corona as much as like I'm terrified of old people having a heart attack and there not being enough stuff at the hospital that they go to because corona's taken all the all the um all the all the available resources kind of like what people have been talking about in Italy it just sounds like an absolute just nightmare yeah, Italy's like basically I think they just shut it down basically now to where you can only go to the pharmacist and grocery store, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I was it was Italy was Italy put all the nurses that were in college on a fast track to graduate, right? Oh, nice! Congrats uh, so to the nurses. One country did that. It might have been Korea. Um, if you're an, if you were a nursing student, would that would you take that as a net positive? Say, if you had like a year and a half left or something like that, or are you going to be properly trained, or how, how does that work? I assume they they went in order of who had the least amount of work left. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find that right now, actually. Because um, I hadn't seen that. Or it might suck because you'd be like, oh, wait, I don't want to have to deal with all these sick people. Yeah. And this disease that I don't, we don't really know that much about. Okay, so Italy, on last Saturday, Italy began recruiting retired doctors as part of urgent efforts to bolster the healthcare system. <clears throat> With 20k additional staff to fight the escalating viral epidemic, the government. Secondly, the government is giving accelerated treatment to those studying for healthcare jobs. In addition, nursing students who are due to take their final exams next month 
are now expected to graduate immediately so they can go to work now. So, oh, okay, so just basically the ones that were yeah. To take their final so it's the, the last semester. So okay, well, it's one less thing for them to worry about, and like twenty thousand other things that they now have to worry about. So that's just kind of my fear. Like I don't even think that like I'm not trying to be flippant about anybody dying, and I don't I don't particularly care for these people who are like, well, I mean, the old people are just gonna die. Well, I don't want the old people to die either. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I, I hate, I hate how people act about it. Like, yeah, you know, it was kind of like a couple, a month ago when that video clip of Bloomberg came out and him talking about how old people just need to go ahead and die. And you, you see like that kind of thinking applied to the coronavirus. And I'm just like, well, what is wrong with y'all? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want anybody's grandmother to die. Sure. But I'm more concerned. I'm not, I'm not more concerned. I think that like the deaths from other things is what scares me just like because of the corona because all the resources are going to be shifted towards the coronavirus. It's kind of how I feel about it right now cuz I just don't I don't want to see people dying without treatment. You know, I mean Yeah, I'm, I haven't talked much about it. I got a family member. My dad's sick right now. So, like, I'm really nervous just about, like, his immune system, I guess, because he deals with a bunch of people, and he travels and, you know, goes and buys cows. I mean, he's just the last week he's been in Maryville and Greenville back-to-back days, basically, going to buy cows. And, you know, he's seeing people at the stock barn and just stuff like that and just dealing with a lot of people. And uh, his immune system's not good right now. So that that's got me a little nervous. Stuff like that, like somebody, like me catching it. I'm not that worried about catching it myself, but I'm worried about catching it, not knowing it, and then like going around my dad and getting him sick. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. I think that is, you know, definitely the the most worrisome aspect for people like us. I mean, anybody that's old, anybody that has pre existing conditions, you know, I mean, they, they, it's, it sucks because, I mean, you know, until we quarantine ourselves off, and I don't know that America is quite capable of quarantining themselves off like other countries are, um, that risk is so high. I mean, I, I think it's going to get bad here. I think the next two or three weeks are going to be really bad. How long do you see this going? Because, uh, I mean, I know you're not an expert on this, but the you know in the NCAA March Madness yep. they officially announced it will be what the hell it will be closed to the fans no fan spectators for March Madness your initial thoughts on that I think it's smart I think it's smart I think that it will linger depending on where you live for sure because you know it's about to get hot as hell in the southeast and it's it, I don't think it's going to fare very well. You know, it, it, as it heats up, I think that the virus will die. I think it'll die out in, in hotter climates sooner than, than colder climates. Well, what the hell is the temperature in Italy right now? Because I thought... Well, it's northern Italy. It's northern Italy. Okay. We're okay. talking about, we're talking about like Lombardy, like Milan, like northern Italy, where you can ski. Okay, so it's cold there right now? Yeah, yeah. We're not, yeah. So I think that that will play a big part of it. Um. So, I mean, I mean, how, you know... It, 
I don't know how long it's going to last. I mean, I would think that by— Is this going to go to football season? Are we going to be still taking attendance measures for athletic events in football season? So I wouldn't think so, because one thing that the numbers— Like, I know everybody scoffs at Chinese numbers, and that's fine. We can do that. But the, the Korean numbers that came out yesterday, um, they basically said, like— not only can like Corona's influence be be lessened, you can flatten the curve, so to speak. You can outright beat it. Like Korea is expecting cases to be new cases to be zero by the beginning of May. Like they're expecting to be done with it by the beginning of May. It can be beaten. It, it, like all the stuff about like yeah, you you need to flatten the curve because. To just exact, you need to lessen how bad it gets at one particular point in time so you have enough hospital beds open. But what Korea and China have proven is that not only can it the curve be flattened, it can be beaten. It just takes a lot. It takes a lot of cooperation, and it takes you know, in some aspects, it probably takes like a government that can be more authoritarian. So it can be beaten. Will America do that? I don't know. Like I have, a, I have trouble seeing America quarantining itself. Yeah, I mean, when you see the reaction to uh, just the NCAA canceling the tournament and people being upset about that, it doesn't seem like we are going to sign up to be quarantined. No, I, I foresee a lot of people complaining about like liberties and their rights, and I see a lot of people being stupid about it. We've already seen that, like New York. We've already seen this line that New York City can't cancel schools because of how many homeless kids are in school. That number that they're using to to define homelessness is it is tenuous at best. There are other, and not only that, there are of course some kids that are homeless, and it's it's, it's heartbreaking that there are kids that are homeless and the only meal they get is at school. You can deliver meals, you can do stuff to make sure those kids get fed, that keeps everyone from, from, from coming to school. But we haven't even, they haven't even closed elementary schools in New York City yet, have they? I haven't seen any elementary schools closed in Tennessee so far either. But it's not nearly as bad in Tennessee oh, as yeah, it is no, in New York. I, I'm just saying, yeah, I haven't seen any elementary schools being closed at all nationwide. It's bad in New York. Okay. Um, there was another uh, big chunk of new cases that were added I saw this afternoon in New York. I mean, he he had to, Cuomo had to quarantine parts of New Rochelle yesterday. Um, but it's just hard to see Americans, like, signing up to be quarantined, like you said, March Madness. Imagine how mad Kentucky fans are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're mad, and they're going to be even angrier when the SEC changes course tomorrow and cancels this. Because right now they're allowing you know, people in the SEC tournament, but I can't imagine that last throughout the weekend. Would you bet on that or no? I saw that just a couple minutes ago that they said no no change of plans right now. I think that's crazy. How in the hell is the SEC going to let 15,000 people go into that arena this weekend for a game? More than that, because more teams are playing. So how many people you think are going to go into Bridgestone on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be... Especially if Kentucky's there. If and Kentucky's there, there and 30,000, 35,000. You would think so. 
it's insane that they're going to let that many people be around each other when the NCAA has said that a mere three or four days later at um, the first four, there can be no fans. Like, it's crazy that the SEC is saying, yeah, we're still going to have fans. That's insane. They have to, right? I mean, just because from pure liability standpoint, after the NCAA has come out and said, we're doing this, and the SEC is like, nah, we're good. It just means more. I would say at the revenue for the SEC, that like the revenue there would be, I know for one Warriors game, because the Warriors announced that they are not allowing fans into the uh, stadium or into the arena to, for tomorrow's game, that it's going to cost them $3.6 to $3.8 million just for that one game. Okay. So I'd imagine the SEC, who is going to put over, you know, seven, eight games or whatever it is. Yeah. Granted, they don't really sell by the 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 game pricing, but they do the booklets, which are even more expensive. Yeah, I would say it cost them five or six million dollars, right? Yeah, I would think so. At least, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, there's no there, there's no premium seating at Bridgestone, at least like on courtside. That would I would I would imagine would mirror the cost of what courtside seats for the Warriors cost. But you know, when you add the extra games, I would say it cost them every bit of five million dollars. I would think that like you would think that would not be worth it for them five million dollars. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, for a conference who made you know hundreds and hundreds of millions. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. Like I get that tonight, it might have been. I mean, like the NCAA announces that this afternoon you have games that tip in what uh, an hour and forty five minutes from now or forty five minutes from now the first game tips like. I get that maybe tonight you might have had to punt and just be like, okay, we're going to let fans in tonight. But, man, like, how can you allow fans in tomorrow? Nobody's going to be there tonight anyway. Yeah, yeah. The Wednesday night game is pathetic. Like, I mean, it's, 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 there's not. Tennessee played against Auburn there, what, Barnes's first year, and there were, you know, a thousand people total. You don't even, you don't even get tickets for those games. They, it's just, you just walk up and buy at the gate, right? They don't even have seating. They don't even have seating for them, right? Like, it's just pure... Yeah, I feel like it was general admission because somebody reserved... Yeah, somebody reserved our seats because we had, like, front row. That was the infamous West Rucker didn't stand for the troops game. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand why tonight. Um, but tomorrow, like, man, how are you going to let them play all damn day and let people be in there? It's crazy. Yeah, because it's going to be a marathon. It's going to be from... There's four games tomorrow. Starts at noon. Noon to ten. Central time, basically. Yeah, I mean, start. You know, it, it's it's craziness that they're gonna let it go on. I mean, I think that I think it's gonna get really bad here, sadly. But like I said, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be like the Spanish flu where like everyone that gets it is dying or whatever. But I think that like it's gonna be sad as hell. What's gonna happen in these hospitals? So, do you think this makes it to football season? No, I wouldn't think so, man. Do you? I don't know. I mean, uh, give me one second. Let me, I'll, I have to cut some of this out. This damn sun is coming in, drilling me in the face. Hold on. Okay. I've never experienced the sun in my face like that before. Uh, I mean, I don't know. 
uh, I'm I'm worried about my my. I got a bachelor party planned at the end of May in Denver. I expect that to be bothered. Yeah. Right. I mean, May. Like, let's just go through the calendar. Uh, first of all, like the baseball game, we have you know 40 porch tickets, and I have 20 pizzas for Tennessee Vanderbilt. That's next Saturday. I expect that to be altered. Yes or no? Uh, that's definitely getting altered yeah there's no way I, I don't see a way y'all go to that game even though it's outdoors and you're spread out more yeah yeah I mean the, the Ivy League canceled all their baseball games right Ivy League canceled everything all the spring sports they said they would let the teams that qualify for postseason make their decision on whether or not they want to keep playing so like Yale who got the conference championship they can still go to the tournament if they want but like three of the top five lacrosse teams in the country just aren't going to play this year that seems that 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 I don't understand why they would do that instead of just like letting them play with no people crowd. Like, cause I'm sure you've seen Dan Wolken over the past 24 hours just go crazy about how it needs to be canceled. And I just saw him tweet that the tournament need to be canceled. But I just saw one tweet. I didn't. I he's seen him go crazy. he's just kept on and on and hammering it. And I was just thinking, I'm like, dude, I understand. It's better to be over careful than under careful. That's not a word, but y'all get what I'm saying. But, like, you can just play the games without anybody there. Maybe if you're Ivy Leaguers, you're like, we got more important shit to worry about up here. And the NBA was talking about moving the schedule back and basically it's taking the next two months off. They said they put out a memo to owners to, to basically go and check with their home arena on what the schedule is through the end of July. And was basically like, we might have to just pause the season because they said if one player, one coach, one trainer gets sick, it basically shuts the season down anyways. It has to, right? I mean, Because, I mean, like, then you have to worry about everybody they've played and the, who those people have played. And it's just basically, if one person in the league gets sick, it shuts down the whole league anyways. So they are talking about the possibility of just shutting the league down for a couple of uh, weeks or months. Yeah. So I think the baseball game is going to get can- – uh, we're not going to be able to go to that. I'm prepping for that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make Americans uncomfortable. My bachelor party at in Denver, that's probably going to be altered, right? When did you say it was? April? End of May. End of May. Ah, that's that's two months. That's over two months away. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I, – honestly, I don't know near enough about these things to know – I have four tickets to uh, the Fast and Furious 9 on opening night, May 22nd. Is that going to get altered? Uh, surely you're good by then to go into Are we allowed theater. to go to the movie still? Because I pre-bought four tickets, and I don't know if they'll give me a refund on them or not. I think they would give you a refund if it gets to that point. I hope I didn't buy the insurance on the airline for the den- flight to Denver. I would think that the movie would pull the movie. I think that the, I would think that the production company would pull the movie Ooh, from that weekend. That's a good point because that's what uh, that's what that's what James Bond did. Yeah, I would th- that like if you're Fast Furious Nine, you're gonna make so much money that opening weekend, and if nobody can go because we're all quarantined, I would think they would just pull the movie. Okay, that's a good that's a good uh, good point. And um. Yeah, you might be out of luck on the airline ticket, so. I got that music festival in in July. Yeah. I've seen a lot of musical festi- music festivals get canceled. When was Coachella supposed to be? I don't know. Has Coachella been canceled? I saw where South, 
South by Southwest has been, but have we seen? I haven't seen anything about Coachella and Bonnaroo. Oh, okay. I'm, I must be thinking of South by Southwest. I thought Coachella had been. Canceled. No, I, Coachella did put out some type of statement, but I don't know what they said. They've been postponed. Okay. Yeah, they didn't cancel. They just okay. I wish they'd cancel it. But if they cancel it, like I mean, a lot, a lot of those artists might be booked other yeah. times, so like it's still gonna fuck up the the tour. Like if I was a ticket holder of Coachella, I would much rather them just cancel it versus them have all the good artists reschedule or not come and you still have to pay full price. Yeah. Cause like those music festivals don't let you cancel if like a couple artists cancel. Yeah. Coachella got moved to October 9th and 16th. Okay. So, so you think it'll be done by the summer. You think football season will be okay. You're not, you're not worried about going to Norman, Oklahoma to play in front of an empty stadium. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there. My guess is that there will be a crowd at that game. I think that surely it's under control by then. It will have if it's not under control by then, it will have survived a a hot ass summer. I think it would be kind of cool to uh, play an entire football season with no crowd. That would be crazy. It it totally changes the dynamic of the games. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it totally, like all these underdogs, all these plucky upstarts that are going to try to get these upsets in the next week, I mean, they're going to get cucked by no crowd. We will 100% beat Florida in Knoxville (laughs) if we don't have a bunch of people, 100,000 people in the stands groaning and and putting out negative energy after every play. We will beat their ass. I thought for sure that this basketball team would somehow make it to the championship game only for them to cancel it on Sunday I mean, it's morning. Still, it's still possible. It's still possible. To at least, like at the very least, they make a run to Sunday and then uh, everyone buys tickets tickets from ticket scalpers and then they cancel it and you can't get a refund because you bought from ticket scalpers. Oh, man. That would be that'd be a tough scene. That'd be unlucky. Unlucky. Tennessee makes it to Sunday, and then all of a sudden, yeah, we'll play, but it's just going to be closed doors. Sorry. Ugh. I mean, that's mm. what happened to people. That's what happened to uh, people for the, uh, like, Kobe's first game after Kobe died. Like, they're supposed to have that big Clippers-Lakers game. Yeah. People are paying $1,500, $2,000 a ticket. Man, that sucks. Postponed. It's so, like you didn't even get canceled. You didn't get a refund. So you just pay like $2,500 just for like a random Clippers-Lakers game. <laughs> like not the not the Kobe tribute, not the Kobe ceremony one. Just a random Lakers-Clippers game, which, you know, whatever, it's going to be, that'd be a fun game, but not worth two or $3,000. Oh, that's funny. But didn't even get post, uh, didn't even get canceled, so you can't get a refund. You just got cut. That is funny. Anything else about the uh, coronavirus? No, I mean, I, I well, I do. I wonder how much longer these these these, like, how much longer are these president the presidential candidates going to go out on uh, and campaign. I mean, I, I think they both that, canceled their they both canceled stuff yesterday, right or no? Yeah, I think so. Which that was a pretty that was a pretty good built in excuse for Bernie to cancel. Yeah, I think Bernie just needs to cancel himself permanently. I'm gonna give him until Sunday. No, he's a cuck, dude. Just wait till Sunday. See if he see if he mans up. See if low T Bernie comes out with high T. What's oh the debate? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Let's, let's see if he can come out. Let's see if he can come out with some high testosterone. Let's see if he can pass the heart test. 
He put out a statement today like, hey, I'm about to make an announcement about my campaign. Everyone's like, oh, is he dropping out? And it was like, no, I look forward to the debate. I'll see you in hell, Joe Biden. I mean, he didn't see the I'll see you in hell part, but that would have been way cooler. Well, he does need to get mean to Joe Biden. Like, he's, he's, he's well, being— that's his only shot. That's his only shot on Sunday. He's being such a baby. Like, I, I'm sympathetic to him, but he has disgusted me with his just—he's his, just— Oh, golly. He don't even play don't even play to win. You play to win the game, Bernie. You're saying you're not gonna take shots at Joe Biden's health. You're not gonna take shots at this cognitive abilities because they're off limits. You, you, well, I'm not gonna go that low. You play to win the game. Like I, I'm sick of him being such a baby. It's beneath contempt. It's beneath contempt. You know, he said he wasn't even going to go. He said if Biden had more had more delegates than he did, but neither one had the, the magic number, he wasn't going to contest. He wasn't going to he wasn't going to show up at the convention and do anything. That's a cuck move, dude. You play to win the game. The best quote I've heard was that real revolutionaries will go up against the wall. Bernie won't even go to the, well, he won't even go to the convention. He's pitiful. I, I'm he's done. Put a fork in him. It's over. Thanks for not making a go-to-the-fence joke from my airport stakeout. I appreciate that. I support you. I don't, I don't make fun of you for that. I appreciate you. Hey, but Bernie's done. All the sympathy that he had built up, he ruined it with the way he ran his campaign, which was different than last time. Last time was a good campaign, and he put out commercials that like made you proud to be an American. And now he's got people like... These surrogates who are just, just cringy. They're just cringy, and you know it's not about like. It's not about. It's just different than 2016, and it's sad because he ran a genuinely inspiring campaign in 2016, and this time he's chosen to be a cuck, and he's done. The the. Normal patriots like myself that are a little sympathetic to Bernie, he's ruined it because he's just a cuck. Maybe he can change it Sunday, but I'm not betting on it. He's too nice. Okay, we heard it there first. I had to get that off my chest. I mean, sadly, you say he, you keep saying he's ran the same camp or he's uh, not ran the same campaign, but sadly, he kind of did in in some ways of just like run it back, like hey. Let's just target the youth again. Let's do nothing to try to uh, yeah, tap didn't. into a new fan base. Let's he just did, yeah, run no back out the same out. thing, and uh, let's hope that the uh, the young people show up. Spoiler alert, the young people didn't show up. No, I mean, but the surrogates are different, like we've talked about. Oh, no, yeah, no, I, I'm just saying, like, he, he did, sadly, some of the same things. The things he needed to change, he didn't change, and the things he... Should have kept the same. He changed. So yeah, I agree with that completely. The things that he 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 needed to keep the same, he changed, and it went from a sort of American populist heartland message to like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez becoming a surrogate and tweeting things, you know, about non-binary people and just it's stuff that doesn't affect normal people. Like that's the thing. That was what was good about Bernie last time was that he talked about things that normal people like needed and wanted. 
And this time he's it's just been it's and he brought in no new voters, like you said. I mean, he's just he's ran the campaign of a cuck. Like you play to win the game, dude. It's amazing to me that Biden was Biden was done the water, and now he is uh, running away with this. Uh, it's it's a he won every county in Michigan and Missouri and Mississippi after looking at a guy in an automotive plant and telling him he's full of shit. Can you imagine that? Like and just challenging think, him to a fight, challenging him to come outside. Like think about. In the 90s, even, if a Democratic frontrunner had done that, they would have been ran out on a rail. I mean, I, I I don't know if this was exactly the truth, but like I feel like in 2004, they got that one guy out of the paint just because he went, oh! Yeah. You remember him? The I squilling do. guy? I don't know if that was actually what got him ruined, but that's what they told me in science class or history class or whatever, uh, social studies. That was like something we talked about in, in college. I, I just school, I mean th- this is in the state of Michigan. He is telling an automotive worker to eat shit, and he won every single county. Pretty impressive. I, I, I just I can't believe Bernie didn't win a single county. Like, he didn't even win Ann Arbor. Everyone blamed the uh, bo- voter suppression. Typical. All right, let's move on. Let's get to some patron questions. Shout out to new $2 patron, Cody Clayball. Shout out to Cody. We love you, buddy. We do. I believe Cody is uh, one of our new basketball players. Like I said, we got uh, the baseball game coming up. I've already updated. I've uploaded. I've got it started. It's cracking. It's on and popping. The March Madness bracket pool. There's a thread on Discord if you want in. If you are a patron that's not on Discord, just DM me. I'll give you the link. It's $20. We're going to put together a bracket pool. I've already got it up. If you want to join and go ahead and get your spot, something to keep an eye on. And we got anything else coming up? Maybe some new shirts coming. Maybe. I think we got a good design there. We'll try to get some new shirts. Otherwise, let's get to some uh, patron questions. All right, what do you got? Let's see. Uh, Will asks, the uh, percentage of Americans you believe will contract the coronavirus. You want to put a percentage of Americans on there, on your on your guesses? No, I, I don't have any idea. Like, um, do, do you know the percentage of Italians that have gotten it? No, I don't. I, I don't I don't have any. I, I, I'm not good with numbers quite like that. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, a, Cody asked how many people we thought would get it. I have no idea how many people I think will get it. I just saw... A prediction that said 57,000 Americans by like in like 10 days or something. And right now, America's like just crest hasn't even crested a thousand cases. I think the most important thing you said is that we are not going to voluntarily get quarantined. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like uh, when you have people convinced it's a hoax or that it's not that big of a deal or it's just a regular flu. Like, that could be good. I don't know. Like, I, I keep going back and forth. Are we overreacting or are we not taking it seriously enough? I don't know. But I feel like we are not going to voluntarily stay inside and away from people. So, Americans, like, yeah, there are people that think it's a hoax. Okay. Like, in a country of 300 million plus, yes, there are people like that. There are people that think it's just the flu. Okay. But Americans, plain and simple, do not like being told what to do. And they don't like anything. They, they just don't like being told what to do. It's just not like China and Korea. That's really all we have to say. Um, Patron Marwan is headed to Ireland next week. What are your thoughts about that? Because I think that's really, really stupid. 
Uh, I'm about to get on a flight and go to St. John in the Virgin Islands for a week. So, I mean, oh, I'm you're doing wait, you're doing what now? Yeah, I'm going to the Virgin Islands this this weekend for a week. So you're flying, I assume. Yeah, out of it, flying out, flying out of Atlanta. Not like a cruise or anything, just a no. flight to. Uh... Yeah, Atlanta, Miami, St. Thomas, then the ferry to St. John. So I mean, have I've I mean I have obviously researched the hell out of this virus. I had a big, long, long conversation with my parents Monday night about it and whether or not we ought to go. She's talked to physicians. I've, I mean, it seems like it's going to be okay. Like maybe Marwan's is a little bit more dangerous because he's closer to Italy than I am. But I mean, I think he should be okay. Like, I don't think, again, I don't think it's like, I don't think like, me getting it or Marwan getting it is the issue. It's like Marwan has like a big family. Every time I see a picture of him, there's like 45 people in the picture. Some of them are probably elderly or might have pre-existing conditions. You don't want those people to get it. As we all know, my sweet grandmother passed away in August, so she can't get it. So there's really nobody I can give it to. We have already pressed that for her. So maybe it's better for me to go. But, um... I hope so you're not worried. It. My, my, my worry would be getting there and not my, being able to get home. That is my biggest worry. That's what I was about to say. That is why I really, that is what I really wanted to talk to my mom about more than anything was us getting stuck and not being able to get back to Atlanta or Miami. Like that to me is the biggest thing is that, but I just don't think like we're, we're not leaving the country. So St. Thomas and St. John's are territories of America. I don't even need a passport to get there. Like, I don't think America is going to stop its citizens from traveling within the country. That would be what I would concern about. There's no way I would go on a cruise. Like you, you couldn't pay me to go on a cruise right now. Less than a thousand dollars. Yeah. I, I, I would need a free that. cruise and a thousand dollars to even consider getting on the boat. Yep. Being stranded in another country is a nightmare for me. I would not uh, I would not go anywhere right now outside of the U.S. I just wouldn't do it. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm not uh, traveling enough. Maybe I'm, I don't know what you could would call it. I don't really like traveling out of the country anyways. But right now, when there's a chance they might not let me back in or I could get sick somewhere else, no thanks. Absolutely not. Apparently, uh, UT, beginning Monday, has canceled non all non-athletic events with 50 or more attendees. <laughs> Everything's going to be shut down. That's the same thing Virginia Tech did. You see that? They canceled everything with more than 100 people, but non-athletic events? Interesting. So like, what does that mean, all non-athletic events? Like, basically all classes? I mean, I guess not all classes have more than 50 people, like... All rallies and club stuff, all that. Yeah, just fraternities that meet on campus, I would think. I mean, I, I took my – I'm going straight to the airport tomorrow night. I took my laptop from home today from work, my work laptop, because I'm afraid when I get back that ain't nobody going to be going to work. And I, I will be expected to work from home. I mean, it's – I think it's going to get to where people just aren't leaving their house. But like I, like you said, it's hard to see America signing up for that. 
A lot of people are upset with what the NCAA is doing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't. This is, this is going to be similar to my rant from the wedding conversation last week, but we can sacrifice not going to some games for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, I, I don't understand why people are mad. Well, people just think that we are giving in to hysteria, I think, is ultimately, if you're mad about this, you are mad that people are buckling to hysteria because you don't believe it's a big deal. I think those people, like, I, I, I'm i not saying I don't respect those people, but, like, I don't have much, I don't think highly of their opinion, because when you read the stuff that, like, has gone on in Italy, I read, I read, um, a little diary that this expat in South Korea had written, this American expat in South Korea, she had written the last couple of weeks. I mean, the things that Korea was doing, America's not going to get like that. Like, Korea was, was, was like wiping down every handrail in a bus with bleach when it emptied. Like, every single rail in a bus for every bus in the country was getting wiped down with bleach. Like, things just in public... People were just taking bleach to them and wiping them down. Like, that was, and people weren't leaving their house at all. Yeah, like, America's not going to get like that. Like, if, if Americans are complaining about what's going to happen, then they really need to have some perspective because it's nothing like what has gone on in China and Korea. Saw your ass. How do you think no fans will impact? the upset chances of lower seeds in the tournament. Well, I think it dramatically decreases the the chances for, for some teams, like big upsets. I mean, I think that it does very much so dampen their their chances because they're just not going to have that. that. I mean, you know, everybody's seen it. When everyone in the, in the stands is cheering for the underdog except the team who they're playing and you've got three or four other fan bases there, you know, it gets pretty gets pretty wound up. You're not going to have that. I mean, I think yeah, but but couldn't it couldn't that lead to nerves as well? I mean, I guess. I mean, I like can't you be overwhelmed? Like especially if you're going up against like Kentucky or Duke or somebody. Like they're going to have a big group of fans there, and there's going to yeah. be a lot of people. Those are going to be the most people, some of those people ever play in front of. So it might be bad, like you said. The crowd usually does rally behind the low seeds, but it also might even the playing field a little bit of just giving it like a small gym fill. Well, I think teams that play Kentucky or whatever are at an advantage in this situation. Like, Kentucky's probably in a league of their own because of how well they travel. I think, like, like the, the, I'm talking purely, like, big upsets, like 15 over 2, 14 over 3. I mean, like, 10 over 7, 11 over 6, games like that, like, those upsets could happen anywhere, any day, any time. Um, I think that like the big upsets, like the MTSUs over Michigan State, that kind of thing. Like, I mean, I think the crowd really helps the lower seed. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't think there's any way to really quantify that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I think you'll see a lot of people advocating to bet the unders in these games. Interesting. Just because like it's just going to throw off depth perception and like it's going to be a weird feel. Yeah, that's a good point. It's probably going to be harder to go on a run, I would imagine. So maybe less scoring. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm actually looking forward to it. I want to see what it's like. Yeah. It would be funny if, like, it would be funny if, like, it was just an absolutely insane NCAA tournament. 
and then somebody's advocating for always doing this. I wish my only thing I would say is I wish they would still let the band in. Because I think it'd be really funny to uh, watch the band people cry alone with no other people in the stands. Because <laughs> every year, like during the tournament, you get the band people crying. Yeah. When their team loses and their band career is over. I would really like to see them cry with no other fans in attendance. And maybe let a couple fat kids in too. Some like little kids. Like the coach's son maybe or something like that. Maybe let the coach's wife still come in. That would be okay, right? If we just let like some people in, can we not just let like the 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 families in? I, I would like just the coaching families and the player families to That's get in. That's another. I was thinking about that too. Like, why aren't families allowed in? Like, I I don't really understand like why you can't bring in like the coach's wife, the 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 parents of the players. Like, why are these people not allowed in? Yeah, I would like just small little groups. You get- Jonah Jonas says some family members are allowed, so maybe they are. Okay. So like 30 people max for each team, something like that? Yeah. So it'll be some crowd noise. It'll just feel, I mean, it'll just feel like one of those Maui tournaments or, you know, like the Bahama tournaments. Yeah. They're they're changing some of the venues, right? They need to. Well, they are for the final four. Okay. I saw that they're trying to get the final four out of the the Falcon Stadium, Mercedes-Benz, and probably to either like either... Phillips Arena or Georgia Tech or something like that, like a random, a, a regular basketball court. I would, I would say they probably end up at a uh, at Georgia Tech. Okay, good. But yeah, there's no reason to play that big ass football stadium. That would really be weird. A game in Mercedes Benz that is totally empty. Yeah, your depth perception would be all the way fucked up at that point. Hank wants to know if you have uh, your top five cord basketball teammates just from observing the conversations in the Discord. Um, you had to pick your uh, your four teammates in the uh, to go to war with. One would be Brother Jonah because it sounded like he wore Hank's ass out the other night, and I, I advocate I advocate Hank getting swirlies at any point in time. Um, number two would be you because you're my podcast partner. And I'm your podcast heart. partner, and you have heart. You have a lot of heart. heart. You, you you're barrel chested, and in that barrel chest is a big a big ass heart that loves a lot. Safe to say that I passed the heart test. You passed the heart test. Um, it sounds like um Rhino is making some threes. Sounds like he's been filling it up. I believe that's who has been filling it up from three. Am I correct? Rhino's been hitting some threes. So that that would be my marksman, and then um we would need some size. We would need some size, wouldn't we? Who, who's the who's who's the who's the tallest guy? That I'm plays not here y'all? to sway you of anything. I'm just here to listen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who my fifth would be. Has Tuck been playing? Tuck played once. Oh yeah, Tuck. Yeah, he's my fifth. Okay. I like him. He's a big old okay. boy. Fair enough. I mean, in a, I mean, in a good way. Like Tuck. Tuck is Tuck is he's built well. I'll put it like that. Brisket wants to know, is Alex Jones calling his own arrest a conspiracy the most Alex Jones thing he has ever done? How badass does he look with his head shaved? The head shaved and the beard does look good. I don't know why he didn't do that before, because his hair was really fucked up before. He looks really good. He looks like a baller. He needs to to rock that full time. Henceforth, Alex Jones needs needs to be clean shaven up top. Um... I mean, it's it's totally on brand. I, I haven't read anything about it. He obviously he didn't call Garza. I'll say that much. 
I don't know. Like, I haven't read anything about it either, other than I was reading through some uh, replies on Twitter where somebody defended him and said he got pulled over for doing 42 and a 40 and blew a point oh seven nine, which had to be point oh eight to be illegal. So maybe there was something there. I don't know if that was true. I didn't bother checking it because I didn't really care. I know he himself has said that it was because he was in a hot tub. <laughs> which does thin your blood. <laughs> Drinking in a hot tub does make it hit different. <laughs> Maybe you only had one drink, but it was in a hot tub, so that could throw off the whole uh, percentage. Man, I love Alex Jones so much. Have you ever drank in a hot tub before? I have not. So it it, 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 it can it actually thins your blood. Yeah, like you know, it's dangerous. Uh, you know, uh, I might buy that excuse. Well, I hope it's true because I hope Alex Jones didn't get behind the the wheel of a car drunk. No, he's got a family. He's got two well, kids. Uh, they took the family away. I don't know if he still has one, but well, they took he, the kids away, right? Didn't he lose the kids in a big custody battle? I'm sure he did. He 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 had a family. He had a family, but he no longer has that family. He just needs to keep the hair buzzed. Yeah, yeah. Keep the hair how it is. I mean, keep the hair gone. Lose yeah, the yeah. hair. So Brizzy Vall asks, how much money would it take for you to be a part of the Human Trials coronavirus vaccine? What are they paying? What, what? I saw $4,600 to get infected. Oof. $4,600 to voluntarily get infected, then I think you have a week where they monitor you. What do you think? <sighs> Twenty thousand dollars cash, I would do it. Yeah, I'm not sure forty five hundred is quite enough. I almost said ten thousand, but like I said earlier, like you would have to be quarantined from your whole family and everybody for a while. Yeah. Do we know if they have a treatment? I know we said in South Korea they think they've got it fixed. Like, do we buy that? We we believe in that. I believe in 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 um. I believe like what comes out of South Korea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that they have a, a an actual vaccine for it over there. That's I mean, I get I assume that they don't. As much as just like herd immunity is just like weeding out the the disease itself, the virus itself. Um, so uh, I'll say fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, that's my number. I think I'd probably do it for ten. Yeah. I think I did yeah. too. Yeah, if push came to shove, like I said, that was my original number. If they handed me an envelope, maybe, but I don't know. I would, I would want that money right then and there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah, I better get the envelope then. Because what happens when you get it? Like you just get a fever. You get like, uh, what is it? You get like pneumonia, right? Oh no. Oh, uh, I, I might not be able to uh, survive. I had pneumonia a lot when I was a kid. I don't know how strong my lungs are. I had pneumonia three times in like an eighteen month period, so I, I might I might not make it. Now, now when I say pneumonia, that's if you get it bad. Yeah, that's I, I'm not, I don't know if I want to risk it anymore. So I think with like me and you, we would get a fever and a cough. I'm already a little overweight. Apparently, the expert on Joe Rogan said it targets overweight people. I, he meant overweight, not barrel chested people. He's not talking about barrel chested people. I'm barrel chested, but also a little overweight right now. 
I gotta lose another. I gotta lose about 15 pounds. I keep saying that without actually doing anything to lose the 15 pounds, other than play basketball. But I gotta lose about 15 pounds. Uh, yeah, severe pneumonia or respiratory failure, and may require oxygen or mechanical <laughs> ventilation. So maybe we need to ramp it up past ten thousand yeah, dollars. I'm going back to twenty thousand. <laughs> I think I am too. I didn't know 20, it was twenty thousand at least. Everyone acts like this is no big deal if you get it. Like ah, oh, you'll be fine if you're not old. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if we actually know. Yeah, I agree. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think really anybody knows. And I got the flu a couple, like, you. I don't know if you remember when I had the flu. Oh, yeah. Like, six years ago. I could barely function. That was a miserable weekend. That was a miserable three or four days. So, I don't know. 20,000 is my new answer. Lock it in. Okay. Troy asked, would you take your chances and contract the coronavirus if it meant a national championship in football and basketball next year? Uh, no. Okay. No, we're talking about dying here. I just, we're talking about... A small chance you you put your life on the line for twenty thousand dollars. I think if I actually told you that you could buy a national championship for twenty thousand dollars, you would actually sign up for two of them. I actually think you'd pay twenty thousand dollars to win football and basketball. I really think you would. I probably would. I don't know. I think it would. I would rather have twenty thousand dollars than than a national championship in football. Like if you're giving not one or football two. and basketball, I don't think you would. I think you would pay. I think if I told you, you could cut a check right now for twenty thousand dollars for two national championships, you would do it. I might. I would have to say Troy that I I would do it. I would do it just because of uh, it would make my life a lot better. Yeah. As a radio man and radio salesman in Knoxville, it would be worth it for me. A national championship, I would imagine I could make a lot of money. More than $20,000. I'd make a lot of money. The content would be good. As long as I survived, I will take the chances of surviving. Yeah, you would clean it up. So I would have to say yes. Seth, you're saying no? Yeah, I think I'm leaning with no. Slim asked if you had to pick a fast food restaurant that was the only place you could eat every meal at for a year, where would it be? Chick-fil-A. Well, what are you going to do on Sundays? Just not eat? That's a good point. Uh, you know, since have fun you, not eating on Sunday, dumbass. I'm gonna go with Wendy's then because I I had Wendy's spicy chicken nugs the other night, Some and they are nugs. They are delicious. Okay, have you tried their breakfast yet? They now have breakfast. I just saw that they did. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't either. I haven't either. Um, I'm actually surprised by my answer, but I'm going with McDonald's. Yeah. Just because I couldn't eat chicken every day. Wendy's, probably not a bad answer. I just haven't tried their breakfast. I don't know if I trust it. That fo 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 does hit the spot, the double stack chicken nugget combo. I do appreciate that. But I like McDonald's breakfast the best. The quarter pounder's pretty good. The chicken nuggets are good. I can maybe mix it up and get a couple other things. I don't know, but I might just lock in McDonald's. Plus, it's open 24 hours, a lot yeah. of them. McDonald's has the best Diet Coke, period. And the best Sprite. And the best Sprite. And the best and the best Sprite. I don't like their Coke, though. I don't know if other people like their Coke or not. I hate their. I hate McDonald's Coke. Interesting. Is, is that a popular take or a bad take or a take at all? Does anybody know? Does anybody like uh, come out and defend the honor of the Coke from McDonald's? Because I don't like it at all. I hate it. Interesting. How come? I don't know. It just doesn't taste right to me. 
I thought I used to think it was the big styrofoam cups they gave you, but then they switched to the plastic cups, and it, do, it still doesn't taste right. So I don't know the reason. Interesting. Uh, let's see. We got a couple more. Tuck ass. If you would, would you be willing to work five months straight, twelve hours a day, seven days a week to have the other seven months off? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you work a hundred. Let's just call it 150 days <sighs> straight, 12 hours a day, and then you have 180 days off, or was that no 210 days off? Oh man, I wouldn't do it simply because I wouldn't want 210 days off. Like that, that would be miserable. Like my work. I mean, like, do I do I have to be on the radio for 12 hours a day? Like, do I have to like nonstop talk for 12 hours a day? Because that would suck. Do I just stay in the office working on content? Like, that gets tiring, too. But really, I just wouldn't want seven months off. I couldn't do it. Seven yep. months off would drive me crazy. Yep, it, it would me, too. I wouldn't want that vacation. Um, don't mind a week or two here and there. But I, every time I've taken time off, I've always been anxious to get back and start working again. That's how I always feel. Yep. Me, too. Uh, I guess that's all I got. Question wise, should about wrap it up. Oh wait, nice to see some people, uh, some people agreeing that McDonald's Coke sucks. That's good to see. Yeah, I didn't know that. Interesting. Jonas says cookout. Does cookout even have breakfast, bro? Like you just not eating breakfast? You gotta have somewhere that has breakfast. You made the same mistake, dumbass Seth did by picking Chick Fil A, which is closed on Sundays. I just don't think I could eat cookout every day. No, no. I mean, they they do have variety. I could eat some corn dogs, some nugs. Some the, I actually got a grilled chicken sandwich from there one night recently, and I was like, you know what? Grilled chicken's not that bad. It's good. I mean, it tasted like it was from a school cafeteria, but it was fine. I couldn't do Bojangles because they don't have Coke products. They have Pepsi products. Uh, you just reminded me that Regal Cinemas is about to fuck me. Are they going to Pepsi? Yeah. Why? They announced it a couple months ago. Oh, I just got mad about that all over again. That's awful. Ugh. I cannot Ugh. believe people do that in 2020. Oh, man. That sucks. So when I do go see Fast and Furious with the coronavirus, I'm going to have to drink Mountain Dew? That's That's worse than having pneumonia. Any uh, thoughts quickly on the NBA before we go? Um. No, I guess the Lakers were looking pretty good until last night. Nah, just a little setback, a little trap game. It happens. Um, just a little trap game, Seth. It happens. No, I mean, are the, are the 76ers, Are they going to do anything at all? Are they going to fire their coach? Yeah, they're going to fire their coach unless they make it to the finals. I would say, uh, but Embiid and Simmons are still hurt, so they're kind of just trading water. Yeah. Okay. Well, good talk. I'll I'll talk to you uh, later. Have a good rest of your week, my friend. Thank you. Pray for me while I leave the country. That's really stupid. I don't like that you're doing that. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be fine. My mom called me like 20 minutes ago during the podcast, so I'm about to call her and see what's up. Hopefully she's saying she's changed her mind. <laughs> I hope you're not going. Yeah. Just go somewhere in the States, bro. Go to Go to Miami. I don't like Miami at all. That's not surprising. All right, I'll talk to you later. Love you, buddy. Bye.
I'll be your candy man. 